You're listening to Kamamo House, a Honolulu talk story podcast with reflections on identity and culture from a part Hawaiian's perspective. This episode is another little special little darling made in celebration of pride. The last one featured friends Tina and Judy as they talked about being Asian American and queer. And this episode, we're going to talk to my friends Rain and Max about queerness in Hawaii and beyond and privilege and a bunch of other funny shit. Our two guests today um, are my friends. Jonathan Rain is an actor, performer, drag performer, um, director, everything under the sun, photographer. We just took headshots the other day. Thanks, Rain. And just amazing, amazing person. Guest number two is my friend Max, who's currently a grad student in global education at the University of Hawaii at Manoa who also occasionally joins Rain and I in the theater, which I tend to give him shit about. And I also always tease him about being Jewish, not in a mean way, but because I'm inappropriate. And he is like one of like three people that I know that are Jewish. And I just find it interesting. This is Kamamo House. No, my camera. Yeah, I'm oh, recording. Oh, oh. I've been recording this whole time. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, so, the I don't know if you guys heard my podcast thingy or know about it, but um, Rain, did you did you listen to anything or do you know anything about what I'm doing? I guess I listened to your first one. Oh, thank you guys. I, I also did. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, I this. This one, I wanted to do something, I guess, for October, you know, for, like, Pride or whatever. Um, so last week, um, or the other week before that, I interviewed um, Tina and my friend Judy, um, who are actresses, and they're both queer, too. So I just wanted to get, like, different perspectives and, and, um, and learn more about our community and also just, like, talk about what it means to be queer in Hawaii and also actually you know um, Max I don't know if you know Judy but she's from um, Chicago well she lived in the continent all over the place but she's Vietnamese American and so we talked a lot about Asian identity actually most of the time we were talking and that really we got to being queer in like the last 20 minutes which is what I really wanted to talk about so um, I guess maybe what what is what are like what does it mean for you guys to be queer here in Hawaii specifically I guess or whatever that inspires and you can comment on being Asian American too because I think that's those specific two things tied together makes it even more kind of interesting I guess so whoever has uh, an idea you can go first I mean that's such a general 
I mean, it's not a general question because it's, it's very tailored well, to us. It is. It is general. I mean, you can start if you wanna. If you're, if that's weird, you can start off by talking a little bit about your your own journey or yourself. You know, for the listeners, maybe. Um, I think for me, I definitely didn't realize how much. I didn't realize until like a few years ago how much privilege I have as a cisgender homosexual male living in Hawaii because here the climate is much more accepting, much more open. It's right. a blue state, of course, but we're not going to go into that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I remember when I when I wanted to come out to my family i came out to my mom in she in the car it was like sophomore year of high school she was driving me to school and i said mom i have to tell you something and then she said you're gay Mm. and i was just like um yes (laughs) how did you know (laughs) and she's like honey we've been new So I I think there's a lot to be said about this environment that it's not true for everyone, but Hawaii has this environment that can kind of foster that kind of growth and acceptance. Right, right, right. Um, I I guess I never thought about that specifically what you're talking about, being cisgendered gay man, um, although I'm a little different, um, but it is kind of like for lack of a better word, standard, <laughs> as opposed <laughs> to, like, you know, our other, you know, other rainbow peoples, you know, because sometimes that's, that is met with, met with confusion or outright just, like, rejection. Mm-hmm. Um, Max, what about, what about you? What would you like to share? For me, I, well, starting off in terms of privilege, I had a lot of that as a gay person because I was partially raised by my gay uncle and his husband well his now husband oh. yeah, yeah yeah cool so it was always a and i didn't really know it wasn't until i was a teenager that i realized they weren't just roommates um <laughs> but <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> and they're very like manly men too they're not you know the stereotype of flamboyancy they're um very very manly men i don't know how else to describe them but um for me despite that i remember i would watch tv once i was trying to figure out my own sexuality and if something like gay necessarily came on television i would just freak out and i would just be like oh my gosh this is this is like an assault <laughs> almost on my on my i don't know i was like i don't know how to process this yet and it's too much and i need to leave and i need to get to somewhere straight really fast um, but oh, no. yeah, yeah. after I like finally accepted that, I think particularly being a uh, mixed race here in Hawaii, it, the resources were just like plentiful and maybe I just wasn't looking for them before. And obviously there could always be more resources, but I don't know. I think for me, it's definitely been a long journey. Like I, I wouldn't imagine being who I am today if I had come out at a different age or earlier or, or anything like that. I don't know. That's a hard question to, to Yeah, answer. it's very general. <laughs> Can you tell I prepared? Um, <laughs> what, what, how old were you, Max, when you came out? I 
started to know that I had these feelings, um, I did the whole crush on my straight best friend thing. Um, oh. And I know... Since we've all <laughs> so, been there. Oh, God. I'm still there. Um, no. But... <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay. Um, that's long gone. But I had those feelings maybe around 14, and then I was, like, super deep into the denial of my sexuality until about 20 when I went away to college, and I was like, you know what? If anyone asks, I'm just going to say, yeah, I am. Yeah. Whoa. Wow. Can I, can I ask about that? That's six years of denying something that is a big part of your life, right? Um, yeah. What, it, what, what made you shut that off? Like a light switch. <laughs> <laughs> it was very that. <laughs> it was very, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. conditioning myself, yeah. Um, for me, and I'm sure, you know, we all go through our own journey, and it, for most people it is a source of trauma to some extent, no matter what, because you're just... Basically, I knew that if I was going to come out as gay, it would be a life-changing thing. And yeah. that's such a hard thing already to deal with is the fact that if you just state something out loud, your life is inevitably going to change forever. And I think in addition to that, I just didn't have as many models of being happy and gay. So when I thought about the possibility of what it looked like for me to be a 20-something-year-old or a 30-something-year-old and gay, I was like, I don't, I don't know how to picture that. So I, maybe I thought it was not possible, or maybe I just, I just wanted to fit in. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't know. What, did you guys have similar experiences in terms of like denial, or were you, were you both pretty? Accepting? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I grew up in a modern Catholic household. Hey, same. <laughs> and I say modern Catholic, meaning lazy Catholic. Like, we only hey. went to church, really, on Easter and uh, Midnight Mass for Christmas. Yeah. But still very much believing in God. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, when, I, when I first started feeling attracted to men, and started feeling like I was othering myself, like I, like, like you said, you try to turn it off because it's survival. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. You know that you know the environment that you live in, or you think you know the environment that you live in, and you think that if you let this out, they're gonna shun you, they're gonna turn you away. It's gonna be exactly like every single movie you've seen about the subject up until now, where mm -hmm. your parents are gonna kick you out, you have to build a new family with people you've never met before, and it's scary. Um, so you hide it. You, you, you hide who you are. At least that's what I did. And then I, I feel like for, and this is not true for everyone, but for me, I was afraid for good reason, but thankfully I, none of my fears came true. Um, About like people teasing you or like not, re not accepting that part of you. Right. Exactly. Like, they were just like, uh, okay, cool. Um, I think the worst that I had was I, there was a girl who, who stopped being my friend because she couldn't understand it. Not because mm. she hated me, but because she couldn't understand homosexuality. And we were, like, 14. So oh, yeah. I remember I, you talking about this. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. She, she just was... She was very much entrenched in the church. 
and she she just couldn't she couldn't wrap her head around it uh, around someone being sinful um so yeah so that ended that's quite the word choice mm-hmm. <laughs> we've all heard that one yeah <laughs> um, um yeah. rain did you did you have people like um max's gunkles like any models growing up it's funny that you say gunkles because i okay so i have two uncles <laughs> oh, I have an <laughs> uncle and his roommates, quote unquote. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> and i I've always I've always just took it as that. Yeah. And I didn't know until like, mind you, like five years ago that they were lovers. <laughs> five years ago. <laughs> yeah, oh five gosh. years ago. Wait, is that because that was the what was on the news feed given to you about who they were from your family? Like these are their roommates or no, I just, I just thought like they just introduced them as, um, my, my uncle's name, uncle blank. And this is, uh, his, this is his friend, not his friend, but they said his name. Like they just said that no relationship markers, nothing for, okay. So like, this is, (laughs) This is Uncle Jay and Henry. And I was like, oh, hi, Henry. Like, nice to meet you. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. And I was like, f- like seven when they introduced us or introduced okay. me to him. See, that so makes sense. I was you're, like, you're seven. Yeah. I was like, oh, cool. I hope that me and my friends are like that when I get older. I want to have lifelong <laughs> friends too. <laughs> I'm pretty oh. sure everyone just starts living with their best straight friend forever, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Kiss on the lips. And then, like, you know. <laughs> What was it? Yeah, so like five years ago, I I was talking to my mom and I was like, you know, I wonder why Uncle Uncle Jay never married. And she looked at me like I was dumb. She's <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. like, oh, you honey. know that Uncle Yeah, oh, oh honey. <laughs> but she's like, you know that they're together, right? And I was like, oh, Oh, and the the light bulb went on. Light bulb, it went on this time for a different. Mm-hmm. That's a different light <laughs> switch. Yeah. Um, um, what I'm what I'm thinking about now is, um, I th- I guess I think uh, it's interesting because when I think about you two, well, you know, I think about rolling, of course, um, and <laughs> and I think about like how like how much of our characters are kind of like us. But, I mean, not really that way. But it's because I, 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 I didn't really know you guys until I started doing the show. But it's funny how much we are kind of like our characters. And I don't mean that in an offensive way. But, like, how... I feel that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, my brain is going to, like, contrasting your guys' background. Like, you know, Rain, you went to Radford, right? And, like, um, mm-hmm. and um, you're in Filipino. And then, Max, you went to Punahou. And your hapa, and um, I'm interested in, I guess, like that, that contrast. It, 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 you know, I'm assuming things, but like how your guys' stories are different in the way that Edgar and Stephen Bean are different. You know, um, <laughs> so I guess all that to say, I'm wondering what the question is. What are you, what was your guys' experience um, dealing with, or like encountering, or processing? being queer i guess in high school specifically it's just like a really strange time you know Mm -hmm. 
I or what are highlights, I guess, like valleys and peaks in your journey? It doesn't need to be high school, but I'm just thinking about high school right now. For me, I kind of, it's hard to remember because I think oftentimes after we move past those moments, you kind of like deny those memories a little bit because mm. you're like, well, that wasn't me. So yeah. why am I going <laughs> to think, remember it that way? And it's usually a cringe moment. Yeah. Because you're yeah. just thinking of a time where you were trying not to be my, yourself. So for me, I remember in high school, like, I wouldn't if I I refused to take a selfie of just like me and another boy because I was like if I take a selfie with me and another boy I'm gonna be gay and people are yeah. gonna know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so unfortunately like I even feel guilt over the fact that if there was another person that was out in high school I would not talk to them because I didn't want to associate in that way yeah yeah so I'd say I, I had similar feelings yeah weird yeah but it's it's so toxic and you know you're being toxic about it so that was definitely one of the lower ones rain what were you like in high school (laughs) um god okay in high school well i was in jrotc so super super straight presenting or trying Mm -hmm. to you were in ROTC. I was in Ratsi. <laughs> oh my goodness. She surprises constantly. Yes. Gosh, I'll, I'll text you pictures of um, me in uniform. It's great. Yes. yes. It's like a whole different a person. <laughs> oh, well, this is a boy in uniform, so you might get in trouble oh, for listening after this. Okay. Sorry, redact that. Redact that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but what was I going to say? Um, in high school, I, I came out and, like, like, I thought that coming out would, like, open up this world for me in high school that I was like, yeah, like, I'm gay now, and I'm going to meet other gays in the school. And then I realized that other gays in the school are also as socially inept and uh, awkward <laughs> as I am. <laughs> and can't, uh, uh, most of us didn't know how to access our feelings or even mm-hmm. discuss them with other people. Oh, shit, yeah. So high school was rough. High school was yeah. rough for me. I I had crushes on a lot of uh, a lot of guys that would never return to feelings, both gay and straight. Oh man. Um, so I was I was kind of it was kind of meh, but then when I got to college, um, and met other people like uh, she blossomed. Like other people. Yeah, I blossomed. <laughs> it, it went from black and white to Technicolor, you know? <laughs> um, I was stepping into Oz because yeah. I met people who were able to articulate themselves and articulate their feelings and talk about who they are and their identity and help me figure out my identity. So it was it was a really huge awakening for me that... I I remember being in high school thinking that okay now I'm gay now I can find the the man that I'm gonna love for the rest of my life and that was my end goal yeah and then being so heartbroken and so saddened that there were that nobody was into me (laughs) (laughs) nobody likes me like you know like that was very much my mentality so. I was very happy to leave high school. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you had to, you, you, you couldn't, you, you, you didn't want to shop for a boy. You had to go daddy shopping. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and look where we are now. <laughs> Still shopping. Oh no. Um, <laughs> uh, what is um, what is what are some. What are what is a highlight? I guess what or what is something you're proud of of yourself? Let's let's talk about some. I I have a tendency to just get melancholic and like sad and shit. But like, um, <laughs> what is something you're proud of? Like or like, what is a highlight of your life? I guess or or something that makes you proud of who you are. You know what I mean? Like we're talking we were talking about like shame and like kind of awkwardness. You know, in terms of mm-hmm. queerness. Um, what is something you like? It makes you like happy and proud of yourself. Back in uh, 2014, I joined this uh, organization called Camp Create Wanohana, and it's an LGBT youth camp uh, <clears throat> that was geared towards at-risk youth in Hawaii who are who are part of the community uh, who just need an outlet, and it was a week-long camp. Um, it was completely free for these kids. Like, that was the most amazing thing for them. And I remember, like, going through it and, like, I was a mentor, so I I was one of the adults that was helping guide these kids and let them, give them access to their feelings and give them access to information and education, like, sex education, uh psychological education things like that that would have been so helpful in high school yeah like Mm -hmm. it it would have been amazing to have and i remember every day like being on the verge of tears because if if i had something like this if if 14 year old rain had something like this when he was in school he probably would have had a way better time yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he would have had. He would have loved himself so much more, yeah. because these these kids get to learn their value and learn their worth and their potential. And it was just so beautiful to to see that that light turn on for them. That there is a door that they that, that men, there's many doors available to them, not just one way or the other. So that like being a part of that camp is one of the things that I'm most proud of, and helped to really affirm like who I am and. And my role in my community. Yeah. How did you hear about it? That um, I got referred to it from John Senor. Um, oh, what? Ah. Yeah. So him and uh, Tristan, who is Tristan Rene, who is the founder of Camp Create, um, they, he forwarded my information to uh, Tristan saying, hey, there's this guy, he's an actor. Um, you can help out with some of the creative stuff that you want to do for your camp. So you should hit him up. And then me and Tristan linked up and talked. And it's funny because the whole communication was over email. So I didn't know what I was getting myself into until I arrived <laughs> at camp with my duffel bag. <laughs> like, <laughs> Where was like, the camp at? It was at Camp Timberline oh, okay. up in Makakilo. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. So super fun. Super fun. That's such a great opportunity. Max, how about you? What is a happy, proud thing? Um, let's see. Honestly, I wish I had something that I could say that's like, I've done this for 
the community. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> I think the thing that I'm proud of myself for is just being able to integrate my journey as a queer person into what I do for a living, which is teaching. And especially because there is a lack of representation, I feel like, of queer education, yeah. like Rain said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and being able to talk to kids, whether they're kindergarten or um, a 12th grader, about what it means to have a sexuality, I think is awesome. So I'd say that's what I'm mostly proud for. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I feel the same way. I wish I could be like, you know, I did this for the rainbow. <laughs> I did it. I invented <laughs> like Skittles that, I don't know, yeah. some shit, whatever. You know what I mean? But like, I mean, that's, I sponsor you know, us Skittles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we contribute in our own ways. And I think, you know, that's, that's a huge thing. It, it's not like, um, you're, you're driving a car on a march, you know, for pride. But, you know, yeah. I think um, I have a, I have a friend that is not from here, but he teaches at Iolani um, who, d- who integrates a lot of, I think, queer literature in his class, his high school class or, or some shit. But um, I think that's really, it's important. It's a small thing, but like for that age group, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's super, super important. Um, yeah. I think for me, think, yeah. no, no. Oh, sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, I was just oh, gonna so say sorry. that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Thank you. Um, oh, so sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Um, but I was just gonna say that. Uh, yeah, I think a lot of what I am proud or my pride being a queer person comes from is just representing myself well as a queer person, like kind of what you were alluding to, and because there is so much toxic toxicity still in our in our um, community that as if you're a conscious representation of what you want to see the change in the community be, then I think that's a lot to do already. For sure, for sure. Um, left turn. Um, I, I forgot, you know, the things that I'm very interested in as a, I was just, my dog, I was running with my dog earlier, so my brain was all over the place. I was sweating right before I started recording Aww. she was she we were running and then she pooped while running <laughs> <laughs> like so mid run <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's talent reali- yeah i think she realized she had to poop <laughs> oh man because she's sleeping all afternoon so my brain was like i gotta clean the poop in the hallway oh my god um anyway that's not the interview but um <laughs> i forgot like things that are really important to me as an artist or like the intersection of like religion and spirituality and queerness. So uh, let's, I wanted to take a kind of a turn and like hear from you. Cause we were talking about this max a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Like what are your guys relationship to the spiritual? What does that mean to you? Cause I think that's, I think something that's important in addition to like social and emotional, like learning for like um, LGBTQ plus youth. Um, it, it, it's also, I think, to be, like the camp you mentioned, Rain, like to be values-driven just as a human being. As a humanist, I think that's very important. You need to have some kind of standards or values. Um, but uh, anyway, so, Max, what is what is, what is is your relationship to the divine? You're talking about um, <laughs> Buddhism and... Uh, Jewishness. Jewishness, yeah, that's exactly yeah. what I was going to say, but I didn't want to say that. <laughs> I was. Re- I always wait for how people are gonna say that. They always <laughs> like stagger. Jewy. <laughs> um, 
So, for all the listeners out there, I am Jewish on my father's side, and my mother's side is Buddhist,、um, though my mother isn't a practicing Buddhist. Is that funny to you, Rain? <laughs> no, because. So, you're not Jewish, but you're Jewish? Ish, yes. <laughs> oh my god. Jewist. Yes, I am Jewish. So, <laughs> that worked. I'm, And sorry, then, I'm done. <laughs> I'll start my story now. So, on my dad's side,、um, they, well, also, it's worthy to note that both my parents are very liberal. I like to say that they're hippies of their generation, even though they hate when I say that. But、um, <laughs> I always knew growing up that I was being exposed to a spectrum of what. Gender and sexuality was. And so every time I would ask them, they wouldn't be, uh,、um, they wouldn't try to avoid the question and they would never lie. They'd just manage a way to、awesome. speak to me appropriately、yeah. about it. Yeah. And when it came to the spirituality of it, I was raised Jewish. I went to temple for 13 years and then I was bar mitzvahed.、Um, but there wasn't any talk about being gay. And there was a lot of talk about what it means to be a good husband or be. A good partner. And I'm a reformed Jew. I'm not,、um, <clears throat> I'm not Orthodox. Yeah. And a lot of Orthodox Jews do believe that same sex marriage、um, should be illegal.、Right. They believe that、Most、you shouldn't lie with another man. Yeah.、Mm. Um, that, that's changed a lot more over the past decade, even. Even the, there's this national organization of、um, Jewish morale and rights, and they've even had an overturn to. Provide different options for people who want to enter Judaism and still be gay to their own identification.、Um, and then on the Buddhist side,、um, I mean, I know you have a little bit of background with Buddhism as well, but I felt like being gay was not something, there was already an established spectrum in Buddhism for me to walk out on and not really need to go into depth about. How much of a sinner I am. <laughs> yeah. 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 Different s e t of values. But I was lucky. Yeah. yeah. And I myself am just like a spiritual person, not、uh, necessarily organized religion dedicated.、Mm-hmm. Mm. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> What is your relationship to the divine?、Um, I think divine's a really great drag queen. Yeah. <laughs>、um, Condone <kidding> . cannibalism. I, <laughs> I. So, like I mentioned earlier, I grew up modern Catholic. Oh, hi, puppy. <laughs> If you, you can hear my dog in the background barking at me.、Um, but. So it's funny because my mom is Catholic, my father is Protestant. Oh, what? Oh, I didn't、yeah. know that. So it's funny because whenever we talk about like,、um, like going to mass and stuff, dad never went.、Right. He would stay at home、um, and he would,、um, <clears throat> he would just do whatever. And whenever we had to give up things for Lent, he <laughs> would just be like, oh, that's you guys. Good luck. <laughs>、um, so, but dad never tried to push Protestant. Uh, doctrine on us at all. 
he knew that my my maternal grandparents were Catholic mm. and that they wanted us to be Catholic. So he was like, yeah, okay, whatever. Just let me do my thing. I'll let you guys do your thing. Yeah. And then my mom, she made us go to the church when we were younger. But then as we got older and we were more interested in other things, she's like, okay, well, as long as you guys pray, yada, 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 do your thing. Um... Um, well, now she has to use the bathroom. Our bathroom's in the office too for the dog, so just like, <laughs> sorry. You're gonna hear Will like telling That's our fine. dog to use the bathroom. Totally fine. Um, but after, like after that, like I never had a strong connection to Catholicism, the church in any way, shape, or form. I was like, I'm not going to church anymore. Whatever, I don't care. Um, so my my childhood was very secular. Um, Do you two? Sorry, hold on, just a second. <laughs> my fiance is just laughing at me while my dog is trying to get my attention. Thank you, Will. <laughs> oh no, Max, where were you here? Sam? I was, I was gonna ask because I feel like. I don't have a lot of intersectionality when it comes to my religious background and my identity as a gay person. And, mm-hmm. and well, maybe I do and I just don't realize it, but I was wondering if you two have more of an overlap in terms of belief and being a gay person. Oh, I'm, I'm in the same boat, I think, because I, because I discovered my because I discovered my powers in a time when I was away from the church. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't associate those two at all. Yeah. So I was very much, yeah, I'm gay. Uh, I think I'm Catholic eh? mm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but when, so after I came out and my mom was like, okay, I still love you. Your, your father loves you. Yada, yada, yada. Um, my mom has been a big fighter for for me in my life and like one of my biggest cheerleaders um mm. but at that time the church that she went to had a priest that was had very strong um anti-homosexual beliefs is it at uh, saint joseph's um for protection purposes i will not discuss the name of this oh because you're going you're going time. to say something about it yeah bleep that part i out. was just i was just curious as a filipino who grew up catholic <laughs> well you know there's only like one or two in white so you take your <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. um so after the, uh, there was one sunday where he spent like the entire sermon just railing on gays like like why you obsessed bro like so after that she came home she was very upset and then she told us that she wasn't going to go to church anymore Mm -hmm. and we're we were all curious but we didn't want to ask why because we also didn't want to open up the floodgates (laughs) but but the next day I was going on errands with her and I asked her why and she told me the reason why and I was like, oh my god, I'm, well, I, I'm sorry that you are going through this, that you, that you can't feel that connection to your community like you did before. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. but thank you for fighting for me. Thank you for believing 
uh, that in a stance against your church, against your society. So I think like a couple of years after that, that priest died and another priest came in mm-hmm. and then she started going back to church again and talking with him. He still upholds the biblical belief or the, well, I can't say biblical because there's so much working into right now. More conservative um, stance, right? Yeah. The more conservative us, stance. Right? Yeah. But he also believed in 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 love and mm-hmm. and reaching out instead of mm-hmm. shutting out and condemning. Mm-hmm. So my mom was much more comfortable with that, right? Than than with the former one. Yeah, yeah. So I I think I think that's the extent of my my relationship with religion for myself. Mm. I I. Mm. I believe in a higher power. I don't know what it is. I know mm-hmm. that there are there are powers that be that that govern the way things happen. And but most times I don't think that they govern. I think they just watch us and they're just like, "Huh, look at you." <laughs> and libertarian like give you, libertarian yeah, the, spiritual <laughs> spirits. They're just laissez-faire, laissez-faire <laughs> spirits. They're just oh like <laughs> You know, I made it this way, and this is the obvious way to go about it. I'm gonna drop you a hint, yeah. but you're gonna do what yeah, you yeah. want, so yeah. whatever. Right, 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 right. Oh shit! Did we like cancel the production of those like demon vampire bats? No. <laughs> oh fuck. Okay, let's see what happens. Pop some popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, yeah, that that's that's beautiful, Rain. I feel like for where I I'm at right now, you know, like. For like spirituality, like you're talking about, like that the contrasting the two priests, which is interesting about the Catholic Church because of the multiplicity of beliefs, or I guess any organized religion that saw it large size, right? Like Orthodox versus Reform, like you said, Max. Like there will be a multiplicity mm-hmm. of opinions. I think, yeah, I think it's it's important. You know, it's okay to have different beliefs, but I think as for Christians, you know, I think the 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 emphasis should be love. Because I think someone named Jesus said <laughs> that that's like the most important thing. Yeah, I think I, I messaged like him on Grinder. Yeah. Oh my God. No. Sorry. <laughs> oh Keep going. God. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's you, on Queer Eye. Yeah. Did you you found him on the 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 outdated um, ethnicity right category? <laughs> oh, oh yeah, that's right. Sorry, that was on yeah. Downlink. Yeah. Oh wow, I don't know about that. Oh jeez, I, <laughs> I feel all weird now, but it's okay. N- not the downlink, no. Oh, no. That's a blast from the past. Oh god. But I think yeah, that yeah, love is important. I think to politicize so many things makes things uh, muddled. You know, like with the mask thing. I feel like or gathering for worship. It, I'm getting on my soapbox, but I feel like it's kind of irris- it's irresponsible for spiritual leaders to be making a case against the government for infringing on their spiritual beliefs when there's a global pandemic happening. Anyway, to your uh, question, Max, early, or your comment, I think the intersectionality, I mean, all of us have intersectionalities. I think maybe one could say maybe I have more just because I, I, maybe I'm more... I don't know if I'm more interested in religious things than you guys or whatever, or um, I don't know. I don't want to make a hierarchy, but like, um, and I am more races, I suppose, ethnicities rather, 
So I, I, I've just always been more curious about a multiplicity of things, um, just, I guess, by virtue of who I am. But I think it's also the beautiful thing about living in Hawaii or any environment that's like this, where there's like a huge influx of different things happening. You will have things like Jewish Max <laughs> and, and the Queen Modern uh, Queen of Modern Catholicism, <laughs> the Pinka Jones, <laughs> or the the your your mother's house, I suppose you, you could say, right? Um, Rain. By the way, what is what, what is, did your father's family go to Protestant church? What is that about? Um. So yes, they did. Uh, they do. Uh, and he he brought that with him when he came to uh, Hawaii. Oh, wait! When he came um, here, what? Yeah, so my my dad wasn't born here. Okay. Uh, he was born in the Philippines. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. So what what, he, what, what kind of Protestant is he? Oh. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. I was just curious about like, that. I, like that, that's how much we talk about it. Like we don't really talk about it that much at all. I mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Um. Shift in chapter from <laughs> that heady subject. Um. What is the most interesting or weirdest date you've been on? <laughs> oh God. I can start. Um. <laughs> I, I feel like I haven't been disclosing much. I've just been kind of being like, hey, you guys, talk about your deepest, darkest secrets about being queer. Yeah. Be vulnerable. Um, so I should probably do that, too. Um, last year, um, I went on this date with this guy on Tinder, and um, he didn't drive, so I, pick, I offered to pick him up. And um, so we, <laughs> we, drove, we decided to go watch um, Aladdin together. And so we went to Dole, and then we watched the movie, and... Um, after the movie was done, um, I was like, oh, why did I go to the movies on a first date? Like, you don't talk during a movie. It's weird, <laughs> right? Like, it's not the best. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can, you know, and you can hang out afterwards. But I felt like, okay, also, like, I, we should hang out afterwards, like, to get to know each other. Because that's what we should yeah. do on a date. And also, like, I wanted to complain about Aladdin because I hated that movie. Um, oh, my and, God, it was um, terrible. That's what it, that's, yeah. <laughs> That's what you do after a movie. You just talk about it. I mean, there's some elements, to be generous, it w- there's some elements that were interesting and good, like Jasmine had a song. and The music and was Paul terrible, music. Sean. <laughs> hey, well, I mean, the songwriters, the Pasek and Paul are very talented. But, um, it's just very odd. It was, it was no Cinderella. That live action was the shit. <laughs> but anyway, I'm getting off topic. Um, yeah, so we, I decided, oh, let's go to, you want to go to, I talked to my date, you want to go to Adam Miller's? Uh, he's like, oh, okay. So, yeah, so we go to Anna Miller's. And then I realized, like, I'm monologuing as I do for a long time. And he's not, like, you know, responding or, like, like giving all different opinions to me. Because I think, like, he's not in the same, like, artistic realm as I am. So I feel like um, after a while, I stopped talking. I'm like, oh, hey, like, um, let's talk about um, volleyball or whatever you do. <laughs> and like, I, I realized that we were just very different people. And so like after spending like two or three hours together, like I dropped him off cause it was just like, Oh, um, the Anna Miller's thing. Maybe, maybe we should have done that in the first place, not go to the movies and, uh, realize that this is not working. 
<laughs> instead of spending like four hours or whatever it was together I don't know, late at night at Adam Miller's you know so wasn't anything crazy but that was kind of the most interesting date I suppose or whatnot. do you How still about run you into guys? that person no 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 I don't see this person okay, just wondering yeah yeah sure how about you guys um for me honestly one of the very first dates that, that i went on from downlink um was <laughs> what what is downlink with, i don't know what that you is you don't you weren't on downlink sean rain no you were no he downlink, was right no he was christian back then <laughs> oh yeah God, what year was this i forgot oh, okay yeah, yeah. 2007 oh yeah definitely not Oh, actually, 2007, da- I was, like, an atheist, like, crazy person. Anyway. Ooh. I would have yeah. messaged you. Um, but <laughs> Downlink... <laughs> Downlink was, like, basically gay space. Like, it was literally <laughs> my space, but for up, up-and-coming <laughs> queer people, like, people who have just recently come out Whoa. or are on the down That's low. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, in theory, yeah. But... <laughs> It was like a bunch of in the closet uh, teenage boys, basically. Oh, oh wow! Oh no! Yeah, how exciting and crazy! Yeah, it was different times. Um, but so in two thousand seven, you're on Downlink. Yeah. Yes. And you went on a date. And I went on a date with somebody from Downlink, and uh, we were young. And the reason I, the only reason I remember this date is because we went to go eat, and I was like, I don't drive. You pick me up and take me wherever mm-hmm. you want. And he says, okay, um, I, do you want to go to the nice side of Zippy's or, like, the other side of Zippy's? <laughs> and I was like, what? then you're going to take me to Zippy's? But what? I was, like, a teenager, so I was like, oh, yeah, this yeah. boy's going to take me to get Simon. Um, <laughs> so we went to the nice side of Zippy's, which I guess meant the part where they, like, take your order and you don't go to the counter. <laughs> and Wait, which Zippy's was it? Kailua. <laughs> oh, I love that one. I have family okay. in Kailua, so I used to go to that one a lot. Yeah, I have memories there with my grandma, too. And the nice side is really nice. It has all those chandeliers. Um, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. <laughs> And then we sat in Zippy's basically talking about nothing but being gay for, like, an hour. And oh it felt gosh. like basically neither of us had like an opportunity to talk to another gay person so we just like <laughs> let it out yeah 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 and it was nice there was no second yeah, date, yeah. but it was nice beautiful mm-hmm. rain <laughs> all right wasn't the question like your craziest or your worst date well it was like <laughs> weird or most interesting it could be you oh, can okay. answer it however you want man Weird or most interesting? Because I'm listening to these answers and I'm just like, man, you guys have great dates. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't very interesting in the moment, trust me. (laughs) Um, okay, so trying to think, the the weirdest one that I ever went on, I, (sighs) so this was back when I was on Craigslist. Mm-hmm. Um, Girl, back in the day. <laughs> yeah, I I like to say that it's a miracle that I'm alive today, guys. But oh, yeah. um, yeah. but I was on the M4M. Uh-huh. 
So it it wasn't a it wasn't the hookups uh, category. It was M for M. So it could be mm-hmm. legitimate relationship. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there was this ad for this guy, and like you know the the ads that have like guys or the ads that have pictures, I'm more likely to respond to. I'm like, okay, you're putting a picture of yourself on there, right. or at least like like a cropped picture of your body or like part of your face, whatever. Just something that we know that you're a human being. Cool. So this guy put a picture of like his the bottom half of his face, mm-hmm. and like he was smiling. He's like, "Oh, he's got a nice smile. He looks mm-hmm. good, cool." <laughs> and then I hit him up, and I we started exchanging. He's like, "Oh, do you have a picture?" I was like, "Yeah, I do." So I sent him a picture of myself. He's like, "Oh, you're really cute. We should hang out." He's like, "Okay, cool." Um, so what do you want to do? Like, and that's, at the time I didn't drive either. So I, I was like, I, I'm from my Pahu, but I can take the bus anywhere or whatever. I can meet you somewhere or unless you want to pick me up. He's like, oh, okay, let, let's meet up in town, like close to where I live. Mm. And then I was like, okay, cool. So mm. I take the bus to town or what I perceived as town. So I was in Chinatown. Okay. And then he he didn't want to give me his address or anything, which is totally cool. I totally respected that, uh, but I just wanted to meet somewhere. Yeah. And then he's like, "Oh yeah, how about we go to Zippy's?" And I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> Zippy's is the place for gay dates. <laughs> it is because it's it's accessible. It's super it's super down low. Like, and there's many locations to accommodate many people. But okay, so I was thinking it was Mortuary Zippy's. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. I go to Mortuary Zippy's." And I texted him. I was like, hey, where are you? He's like, oh, I'm at Zippy's. I was like, okay, me too. I'm waiting in the in the takeout area. He's like, oh, me too. And I'm looking around. Like, I don't see anybody. Like, yeah. unless it's that really old guy over there. And then he was like, are you sure you're at the right Zippy's? I was like, yeah, I'm at the Zippy's in town. Uh, I'm in, I'm uh, at the one on Vineyard. Yeah. And he said, oh, I'm in Kahala. What? And I was like, Kahala, that's not town. It's like, you, you don't know where you live. (laughs) (laughs) But he was like, oh, I like, so I, I ended up like spending like four hours that night trying to find this guy. And then when I found him, the pick, when I finally fucking found him, I went to Kahala Zippy's another bus ride later. And he looked nothing like his picture that he sent me. Ugh. Like, that picture was from, mm. like, 2002. Oh, boy. And I was yeah. like, all right. I mean, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all mm-hmm. he wanted to do was, was hook up and not actually, like, mm-hmm. have a conversation. So I was like, I'm out of here. Bye. Yeah. Bye. So many guys wow. are like that where it's, like, you make the effort and they expect you to be like, well, you're here already, so... <laughs> <laughs> Might as well. Here. Yeah, I just Why spent four we... hours on a bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? Um, you don't look anything like your photo, which was a half photo on Craigslist, and you said <laughs> you were in town zippies, which meant Kahala zippies. Oh, that's so hot! Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing turns me on like misdirection. <laughs> yeah, I love bad aim. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Um, I have a few more questions and then we'll wrap up. Um, I guess in the beginning, I kind of rambled um, about different things. And I was wondering if you guys had any comments or things you wanted to say about being Asian American and queer. Um, or what are your thoughts about that or experiences or like a story or something, you know? 
because I think it's um, it's different being uh, POC, and I think I mean it's just something I've been thinking about more. You know, like Rain, you, we we opened up with kind of mentioning and talking about privilege, or both of us, all of us, you know. So um, I'm just curious about what do you what do you guys comments on that? Um, I feel like. What do I feel like? This is another, this is another like broad spectrum answer. But uh, being gay and being Asian American has it, it's so weird because we always see from from like our straight friends how strict their parents are and the expectations that are built up in those families by their parents. And to see those same expectations built up on us, but at the same time also having us be condemned by mm. our families, yeah, yeah, um, because of Western civilization influence, uh, it's it's a big problem because and it's it's that thing of we don't know where we belong sometimes. Mm. Mm. And so, like, like I said, I have, I am very fortunate that I grew up with the parents that I have. Yeah. Um, my dad was a little slow to to <laughs> to get to where I wanted him to be, but he still got there. Um, but I am very fortunate. But I think about my friends who have had these horror stories about coming out to their very strict um, immigrant parents, and it's it's unfortunate. Because there's, I don't know. There's just, there's so much to unpack with them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's that's nice of you to keep that in perspective. I didn't think about that. Here we are on Google Meet talking about being queer and how hard it is. <laughs> we do. We have a certain amount of privilege. We do. Um, it, it, yes. it is a blessing. So, how about you, Max? I think. Going off what Rain said, well, especially for Asian community, like in education, I really studied how gender roles play like internationally. That's part of what I like to study. And especially in the Asian countries, there's that sense of we, I feel like Western culture, we really point out what we don't like. And in Asian culture, it's more ignored and swept out of the rug and it's mm -hmm. excluded instead. And that can be a lot harder to fight, right? Because you don't have the attention or the platform and it's a lot harder to to be accepted when people are just trying to stockholm you into a lifestyle and i think for being as an asian person that does kind of trickle down a little bit so even though i was blessed with the privilege and the upbringing that i had going to parties or family gatherings on the asian side of my family there was definitely an unspoken rule about bringing that kind of thing up and mm -hmm. it wasn't like it wasn't happening but it was a lot harder and in, in terms of being on the white side of my family and the caucasian side of my family it was easier to joke around with it because there was just that dynamic of acceptance and that even though maybe an older generation would have seen it differently that now it's at this comfortable point and i feel like that can be a, a little hard for people but as a half Asian person I had the privilege of kind of escaping that a little bit yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah it is it is interesting and it's not 
<clears throat> the dealing with the like the kind of general shame culture you know if i put on my amateur anthropologist cap right in terms of being <laughs> asian um it um it's it's wonderful in the sense you know you see asian countries willingly wearing masks because of all these different viruses in the past mm-hmm. but um in other ways the the kind of group think kind of thing or like you know fall in line kind of sense um there's there's good things and bad things right um that can be yeah difficult can um can be difficult to deal with um yeah thanks for sharing uh a couple more things what are your guys's hopes for yourself and for the community um the queer community here in hawaii I think for me, the main thing I want to see, not just in Hawaii, but in general, is a more expansive and inclusive representation of our community. So I want to idealistically get to a point where we're not just having floats of ripped guys in Speedos throwing (laughs) dildos at crowds. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, And I think often... Uh, the celebration of being gay or the celebration of sexuality gets misinterpreted as the celebration of overt sex. And yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I think that kind of perpetuates a lot of unnecessary things like the rampantness of body dysmorphia in queer men, especially. Well, women mm-hmm. as well. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, so that's my hope. Yeah, <laughs> I, I second that. I think. I think the general climate is used to the idea and the philosophy of a cisgender gay male. Like, Mm -hmm. our story has been accepted, our story has been told, it continues to be retold, but stories of trans and non-binary people are still heavily, like heavily problematic in many ways because one they're not being told uh two if they are told they're told in the wrong avenues with the wrong people behind them mm. um and three they're told it with misconceptions and and really harmful uh, harmful narratives um I I remember one of the big things that I try to do when I'm around a group of people that I mean, I have, okay, so I have my gay friends, Mm -hmm. you know, I have my sister squad, but Mm -hmm. then I also have my, my other friends who are not, who, who don't identify, who identify as straight, you know, um, and they say a lot of things, they say a lot of, uh, like, passive, passive discriminatory things and microaggressions mm. and I'm just like okay you guys need to stop that here's why it's wrong yada 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 blah blah yeah, blah yeah. Um, but that's so gay people... yeah yeah <laughs> that's exactly. gay brain exactly <laughs> um, but I've had encounters with people that I work with in, in many places where they are so ready to ex- accept me as a gay man wearing a dress because that is their entertainment, mm. but they are not ready mm. to accept a trans woman living in her identity, yeah, as fact mm. and as acceptable, yeah. Because in their words, mm. that's just wrong. Yeah. But it's okay for me to put on a show. You know what I mean? Like, 
So they and and sometimes they conflate the two. Like I when I when me and Will got engaged back in 2016, um, everyone was like, "Oh, so are you are you gonna get married in a dress?" And I was like, "No, I mean, <laughs> that's that's nothing to do with me as a person. I mean, yeah, that's my uh, yeah. uh, I'm a casual drag queen actor, <laughs> but I'm." <laughs> I'm not going to affirm my life with the man I love as a woman. I'm going to do it as a man, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and there have been people that have asked Will, like, oh, so if you're with Rain and he's in drag, does that mean you're straight now? What? Oh, my God. <laughs> people have asked him this. I'm not going to say who, but people have asked him this. Um... So there's a there's a lot of confusion, and it's because subjects like this are swept under the rug. Yeah, and right. it's it's I think it's our job as a community to bring light to these stories, bring light to these people and these narratives, and lift up their voices. Because I feel like my voice as a cis gay man, we've heard it. Yep, we've been here. We knew. Mm-hmm. We know. We're here, we're queer, and now we're here for you. What? Kind of you thing. didn't love Love, Simon? <laughs> or the Hulu <laughs> spinoff series, Love, Victor? <laughs> oh, my okay, God. Okay, I'm not going to lie. I actually did kind of like Love, Victor. It was cute. It was cute. It wasn't the best. I have a love-hate relationship. With I only saw Love, I, Simon. I didn't finish it. But um, anyway, sorry. I, cu- I keep cutting you guys off. No, oh, okay. I like the interjection. You know, um, speaking of people um are trans neighbors you know when i was more active in the church i used to go to this thing with other christians who were like processing being queer um and um one of the discussion points was about that or, or one of my friends mentioned that and he was saying like he went to a conference or he talked to some kind of leader and they were basically their standpoint was for um it's more loving to you know accept someone who is trans as they are and i it it didn't blow my mind but i was like i never had to i never thought about that up until that point because i was like my brain was like okay first um bible second how do bible connect with world three (laughs) how do i obey these things you know and so i never um, encountered that um, that question before, I guess, and so it, it's um, it's great you bring that up because I think yeah. So often when people think about queer people, they think about um, Trevor Gayman, who's from Ohio and he's out and proud in New York City <laughs> as a Broadway ensemble member in Hamilton, which I just watched. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Angelica. So <laughs> Eliza. And Peggy. I mean, I'm Peggy. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, you get to play the slut. Yeah, <laughs> Peggy. Double cat. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think that that's an important thing for me personally. That I mean, my hope, yeah, is to like what I want to see is yeah more representation and and then allowing people like yourselves. Like I've only been in the community or exploring this for the past few years and. And trying to be more intentional about uh, participating and doing things for others, you know, like 
um, like just having you guys on this or you know making room for for people like our friends like Kahana you know um, mm. yeah last question if you could go back in time and talk to 17 year old Max and Rain like what would you tell yourself my goodness that's like a RuPaul moment <laughs> is it I don't know I don't watch it yeah. Uh, Say hello, you even gay, seventeen-year-old Max. <laughs> I am something. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah what would you tell? Know, you want to go first, Rain? Um, <laughs> I would say a lot of things. Number one, use protection. Number two, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. your. I would tell him that his self-worth is not measured in the. Um, in the people that he is involved with (laughs) yeah sorry i didn't mean to laugh i was like no the puppy and then i was like is rain gonna say something else and then did he just rephrase (laughs) that (laughs) no i like there's a facebook meme the other day that i was like i am not ashamed in the amount of men that i have slept with (laughs) yeah i am ashamed of the quality ah i see i see i see (laughs) Yes, you were I was thinking like, that. man, if that doesn't hit me right where it hurts, um, and just, and it's 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 gonna get better. I think that's I, I hate that I hate that phrase so much, but it's gonna get better. <laughs> yeah, we love and affirm you, Rain. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think Max. Uh, yeah, for me, seventeen-year-old me, I would say. Stop trying to convince yourself that you're still into girls as much as you are guys. Mm, I would say... I think the the key to me blossoming more or on a, being on a better path from then would be to know that there is a possibility for me to have happiness in a way that is unconventional from what I've seen. And being mm-hmm. willing to make up that risk so to speak knowing that you don't know what that's going to look like for yourself but that you can make it for yourself and also to surround yourself with other good queer people because I, at least for me coming out for the first time or going to like the club for the first time or whatever it can be a little toxic the people you meet as well so yeah yeah having good queer friends like yourselves <laughs> oh and also to like can i tell a quick start like yeah. i think we're all of the same like age generation that having to like research gay porn back in the day was like <laughs> rushing into the computer room with just enough time to type in like gay sex into google print it out and then like run back into my like ugh, get a better system <laughs> <laughs> That's what I tell myself. Oh my god! <laughs> Come on, picture load, load. Yeah. It's taking twenty seconds. Oh, JPEG. I yes. would have. Yeah. I would have given like if I could access to all of us. Like I've been like, okay, so guys, here's a list of mainstream movies that have full frontal male nudity for about a minute in the film. Oh, Fast absolutely. To this. Oh my here's gosh. the time marker. Use that as you will. Oh my god. <laughs> That's the sound of Sean getting uncomfortable, but <laughs> laughing also. 
Oh my gosh. Okay. That was beautiful. I think we're done. If there's anything else you want to say, you can say it now. Otherwise. I appreciate you inviting us on this. Like, it's been great to just kind of chat about it. And mm-hmm. I think I don't get an opportunity to kind of openly talk about what it means to be gay. And I think for us three, especially, we do it often through artistic means or right. uh, theater, etc. Um, so, yeah, I always appreciate talking to you guys about this. Yeah, this was really fun. Um, and I'm sorry that my camera's not working, that we can't see. Yeah, you guys can't see me, but I've been laughing so much yeah. this entire thing. <laughs> um, but you guys can probably hear me. But yeah, yeah. I, I think that it's so great to have these areas where we can just talk and give space to to our feelings, to our histories, because otherwise they're just taking up space in our heads by themselves and yeah i think it's it's great when we can share like that so thank you for this avenue and it's i miss yeah. you guys so much me too oh. we still haven't had a rolling reunion so we should try to <laughs> <laughs> our cast party but we're whatever. gonna have like a 10-year reunion eventually yeah, watch yeah. whatever the 10-year reunion of the 10-year anniversary <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, thank you guys so much. I have to get ready for rehearsal. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I love you guys. Love you guys. Love you too. Bye. Bye. Kamamo House is produced by Sean in his living room. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, please email me at kamamo.house at gmail.com. That's kamamo, a period, house at gmail.com. See you next time. Aloha. Aloha.